Hello everybody, welcome back with Life in Martial Arts. I'm Alexis Mayering, your host. Sorry it's been almost like a year without having content. It's because I've went through like a lot of stuff in my life. I had a family member pass away. I haven't been able to get back into like getting the content for my podcast. But actually I'm happy to announce that this is episode 2. So, um, please stay tuned while I actually get this thing rolling. Hello everybody and welcome back. Um, sorry, I just decided to put in a little music intro for it. Um, um, this is something I want to say. I already started adding the first episode of the podcast. Well, I already added it on Google on Google's podcast. Um, and I also just uploaded it um, onto Spotify. So... Um, it may, it may take a few hours for it to pop out on Spotify if you're a Spotify um, user. But if you have Google Podcasts, I would recommend use more Google Podcasts um, because you won't have a lot of ads. But, of course, this is also one of the many episodes that I've been talking about in the intro. Um, the thing is, is that I try to do episode two to do based more on my MMA style, on my MMA style. But instead, I will just talk about the fights I've had and how it has mentally shaped me and shaped up my character as well um well I'll just get started first of all um I really never knew a lot of a lot of fighting unless it was karate kickbox and I mean not kickboxing um boxing or even um taekwondo or judo or wrestling because of the olympics but um I got into oriental kickboxing when I was um, a kid, when I was just um, barely starting seventh grade, but it was just for self-defense. Um, what I did mostly a lot was airsoft, and of course, if there are any airsoft um, listeners, um, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> well, um, like I said before, I was just in airsoft, but then I started doing oriental kickboxing, which is like which is like the glory kickboxing rules where like you're allowed leg kicks but you're not allowed to throw elbows that would be just already Muay Thai rules but um I learned oriental kickboxing just to like defend myself and everything and anything just in case I ever got into um into scraps at school or something even though I've gotten into like two street fights um at school before but you know one of the street fights it was over someone attacking my cousin so I literally just like punched him and kicked him in the st- in the liver which dropped him and then I and then me and my cousin ran away just to hide from him and his friends but somehow the next day um they didn't they didn't show up again I and I didn't bother to ask why but also um the second one I got into a fight was just was just some I don't know maybe some drunk guy when I was in junior high I was walking home he was coming up to me and then I just like threw what is called a a push kick in Muay Thai but it was just like a f- but it's just like a front kick but you're like pushing yourself 
forward and making sure like you can push your opponent away i pushed him and then i ran away home and then i told my mom like there's like this drunk guy following me and like i guess like a neighbor saw what was happening they called the cops on the guy and yeah i went home and like the cop asked me he's like like what happened i'm like he was following me he was saying that he was going to do something to me so when he got closer to me i just threw a a front kick since i do kickboxing i ran away back home because i did not want to do anything else i was scared and like the cop is like it's self-defense you're okay but of course like over the years i started learning more and more kickboxing and then like I started to learn Muay Thai because, like, of course, when I signed up for a new gym, after my old gym closed, it was, like, a really small gym where I trained at, but it wasn't that bad. But I signed up for more kickboxing because my former, well, like, my former coach's brother, who also taught at, at the gym that I was always at, he invited me to come to this gym, and he started teaching me Muay Thai because there was a guy from Thailand who was teaching there. But then I started learning how to how to how to fight more. But I never really had a true amateur fight in kickboxing until I started my second semester in college. So I just took up a kickboxing fight and I won I won by a by mere majority decision. But I was hurting and it hurt so much. But um, I know I'm getting far into the story, but everybody's gonna be asking like okay you're only telling us about the fight but what was the mentality you had well my coach was like is like well do you want to fight so that you get more fighting experience i'm like alrighty so i got into this kickboxing fight with another guy who was just barely starting i was like i just turned 19 and like i was like alrighty but then like i was preparing for a fight i started learning more um taekwondo basic kicks um i also started learning more and more and more and more um how to how to do more defensive kicking how to do more defensive blocking and punching and um just i started learning more advanced techniques that could help me and of course i started learning some basic muay thai kicks but that's just for um that was just for my kickboxing fight but to be honest i really never hit the gym that much when i was like a high school kid unless it was just like some like exercise i would do for airsoft since of course sometimes we would always climb walls and stuff like that of course i would never do put of course i would always do push-ups and pull-ups and um and just the base and just the basic um ab workouts but i would never do weight workouts that much but then after i started doing kickboxing they implicated weight training into me i'm like alrighty, that's fine i said uh, it'll get me into better shape um of course it would always start off with like an hour of cardio running sometimes it would be 30 minutes on the treadmill and 30 minutes on the bike it would just be just different basis of cardio before i start my regular training and then of course i would um i would take rest in between i would always hit a cold shower or cold ice bath or sometimes even i would not even hit the bath or the shower i would just rather go home and like throw on ice packs and everything just to just to ease off the soreness of my muscles and everything but of course every day it hurt more and more (laughs) um to all the new ones who are just starting a martial art um i will say this if you are starting in kickboxing don't be surprised if you're going to be sore your first day it's it's hard i get it those who are starting muay thai it's going to be harder 
And those who even start a grappling one, you're going to get killed. <laughs> because I know it for a fact. <laughs> I mean, after I started, um, after that first fight, I said, well, I, I need to start learning every other discipline of striking. So I said, no, I'll just take a Tai Chi and a Taekwondo class. I just took Tai Chi for balance. But then when I took the Taekwondo class with my coach, Chris Kennedy, hope you're listening to this podcast, man, because you're one of my, you're one of the coaches who's helped me get through in my martial art career. Um, my coach, Chris Kennedy, um, he he was teaching the martial arts classes, but he's mostly more of a jiu-jitsu practitioner. But, of course, he's had a lot of MMA fights. And, of course, I give him all the credit of jiu-jitsu because of him. I've learned so much. Um, but like I said before, back to the story of my um, kickboxing style that I was implicating um I started learning taekwondo but he was just teaching the basics like the basic punches blocks and kicks right but of course he would teach flexibility he would teach like how to how to do more movement and stuff like that and of course that same semester I was taking a swimming class but I was working a full-time job and I would only train like three or three or four times a week and I would work almost like a 10-hour shift on the weekends and I would never have time for even training but of course I start I took up another kickboxing fight in October and I won that one by round two of a KO to a kick to the head and um of course it was like one big three that I sounded so much and I and then someone's like hey do you want to take up an MMA fight I'm like that's two months away he's like I have barely any grappling training he's like whoop he's like well He's like, you've been missing out so many of the Tai Chi classes because of your job. And now that you quit your job, why don't you just start training with Chris Kennedy? He's like, maybe he can help you how to do defensively. So I asked Chris Kennedy, I'm like, can you help me, man? I'm like, just do my do some jiu-jitsu here in the class. He's like, sure, man. I'll just teach you the basics. So, of course, I decided to take the MMA class for the next semester when I was signing up for classes just so that I can implicate more into MMA. But, of course, I started learning more Muay Thai, clinching how to learn how to block um, transitions, how to do everything. Um, I would just say those to the new Muay Thai guys. It's not just kickboxing, but you got to learn how to throw knees and elbows. You got to learn how to fight the clinch. You got to learn how to sweep and throw your opponent. You just got to learn everything in Muay Thai because Muay Thai is much more brutal and much more harder than regular kickboxing, oriental kickboxing, and just boxing alone. It's also much more harder and Taekwondo because the old styles of because the old style of Taekwondo it's dying because of the Olympic Taekwondo but yeah <sighs> yeah but I started getting into the um, MMA show after um, I started fighting after I started getting more but this MMA fight it was just a it was just a fill in so it was like a three five minute three five minute rounds fight so I went in with barely any grappling training the guy who I was fighting was literally a wrestlers so i'm like oh my gosh so like i'm gonna be honest with you even as a fighter you go in with fear because i went in with fear my with my first kickboxing fight because i felt like i'm gonna am i gonna get knocked down am i gonna lose this fight like things go racing into your head and like you have to be mentally tough to know what's gonna happen like after you walk out and you get into that ring there's there is nothing else but you and your opponent so you got to mentally you got to be mentally tough or you're mentally broken of course you're going to get mentally broken when like you're you're out of your game plan you got to switch to a new one if you have a new if you have another game plan but um 
I will just say this to everybody who started out who's starting out in martial arts. Um, if this is your first week and you're listening to this podcast, trust me what I'm saying to you, you will be mentally broken because I was mentally broken my first time in kickboxing. I was meant I was more mentally broken my first time in Muay Thai, but I was broken completely mentally and physically when I started judo and jiu-jitsu. And when I started MMA, my first day, I was just broken. I was just broken all all the way totally. So <laughs> I just say to you all, you're just gonna get broken mentally and physically when you first start your first day. Everybody knows that, but a lot of people don't like to say it. So um, when I first started this MMA fight, when I was like hearing about, it's like yeah, he just literally takes them down and he tries to pound them out, but he doesn't work for submissions, which is a good thing that you can do. So I had to learn how to reverse transitions. I had to learn how to fight from my full guard. I had to learn how to fight from my half guard, from my top mount, from my um, side control, from everything. Even if I got on top, the game plan was is just to beat him down, but then get up and start throwing a lot of more strikes and body kicks and leg kicks and like knees because in amateur MMA in um in Utah, you're not allowed you're not allowed to throw head kicks. So when I trained into this MMA fight, it was an amateur MMA fight, but um, I literally, I literally, literally, but literally was like broken my first day of jiu-jitsu and broken in my first day of judo. But that taught me to be more mentally tough and physically tough too. But of course, I learned how to, how to block the sweeps, leg trips and everything. And I started working more my Muay Thai clinch, which actually helped me a lot in that fight. So I only had two months to prepare um, after that fight and after my kickboxing fight. I took up an MMA fight, but it was in it was in a ring. So, so of course, yeah, it was going to be even harder when you don't have a cage. So um, the first thing I said, I'm like, I'm like, okay, I got to learn this. I got to learn this. I got to learn this. Like you mentally had plans and everything. But of course, my coaches helped me um, get mentally, get mentally tougher in this fight. I wish my coach Chris Kennedy was there because he would shout me how to do everything for jiu-jitsu because um, it would have been better. But um, it was just my coach Imisaki. Shout out to him, one of the greatest judoka practitioners. Also my coach, also my coach um, Sam Sam A. Song, who's actually from Korea. Thanks a lot, coach, for teaching me the old styles of Taekwondo. And of course, my other, my other coach Tong Tondei um, Tondei Dang from from Thailand but I've but I've called him the the Muay Thai wizard for many reasons um I'm happy that he helped me improve my Muay Thai too um if if any of my coaches are listening to my podcast I'm always going to give credit to those who have always helped me so I hope you're listening to my podcast guys please listen to my podcast who's ever out there (laughs) yeah so um when I was in when I was like training for this MMA fight like I, I was broken down and everything including into the weigh-ins where I had to cut so much like I think I must have cut at least 20 pounds just to make 155 because I was like weighing like somewhere between 174 to 175 pounds and I just gained a lot of weight so when I cut weight I felt like I was weak and everything and got on on the scale and when I reached 155 the first thing I wanted to do after after uh <sighs> Just after, just after, just after the stare down, I just wanted to get a water, get a water 
or anything just to fill up my fluids because I was so weak. Like everybody says that's not true. No, weight cutting weight cutting is horrible. Weight cutting is such a pain in the butt. Like I mean, I'm not even kidding. I literally literally but literally 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 was so dehydrated. I never felt that in my whole life. I must have been I must have been in like the sauna like five hours before the weigh-ins maybe at least an hour and like maybe in the steam room for at least 30 minutes just to cut out all that weight and the only thing to help me cool down was just a freaking was a freaking wet cold towel and then I had to hit the steam room and the and the sauna again just so that I can cut weight and after I did it was like two hours before weigh-ins I couldn't I couldn't even I just couldn't even take a water break or anything the first thing we did was just wait over there get on the scale and when I did I literally felt like I was like mentally broken or something like that because I literally cut so much weight and then after the stare down the first thing I did was drink a whole maybe like a 2.5 liter bottle of water because I was so dehydrated I wasn't hungry I was just dehydrated I didn't even eat all day and all I could care about was water but then when I got home, the first thing I just wanted to do is get some food in my body and then just start preparing mentally for my for my for my fight. But of course I since I am a since I am a religious person, I always pray to God before my fights. And then I pray to God before my for this fight, saying that help me get the result that I want and help me be mentally tough and everything. And I said and after I did my prayer, I walked out holding my Mexican flag up. And um, it was really, it was really a challenging, but a challenging moment that day, where like I was fighting in front of so many people. Like people, people maybe were like saying they're like, "Who is this guy or whatever?" He's gonna be fighting a wrestler who's already two and zero. The first thing that came into my mind, I'm like, I gotta break this guy's record. But then the, but then I feel like in my opponent's mind's like, no, I gotta, I gotta prove to this guy that he doesn't belong here, and I'm gonna give him his first loss so when the fight first started i started throwing a one-two combination followed up by a leg kick and then later on i was throwing front kick after front kick and then after he caught one i got taken down all i all i did was stay in my guard and he started punching my he started punching my my body and then i had to block my face and then the first thing i try to remember is like what did i learn from chris what did i learn from chris like my my brain was just everywhere saying how do you do this how do you do this I said, wait a minute, if he stands up, if he stands up, pu push the knee, push the knee. So when he tried to stand up, I pushed the knee and then I turned around and then I got up and then I decided and then he got back up too. But then I started throwing, but then I started throwing a haymaker and then I'm like, oh my goodness. Then he started rushing at me with jabs and then I decided, I'm like, well, if he's going to start throwing jabs at me, I guess I'm going to have to throw, I guess I'm going to have to throw at least a sidekick to his body. So the, when after he started throwing a a jab, he started throwing a push kick. Then after I'm like, well, he knows I'm gonna throw more push kicks. What should I do? So then I switched to side kicks to the legs and to the body, and that's what caught him off. But then still, he grappled with me, and of course, he had me in the double in the, in a body lock. And I tried to hip throw him. Worst mistake I ever did because after I tried to hip throw him, he literally. He literally ended up on my half guard and I was like, oh man, this is not the position I want to be in. So then like, of course, I'm fighting for, I'm fighting to not make sure he advances into top mount. The first thing I do was um, 
I try to I try to go into my full guard. I at least try to end the round there. So then when I put my when I put one of my knees up, one of my knee ups, I pushed him off, and it was like an into a K guard. But then he put he comes right back into my into my into my full guard, and then of course I got. <laughs> I got punched really good and then I got a cut on the I got a cut on my cheek and I'm like oh my goodness that just that just like I feel like am I gonna bleed out what's gonna happen because I have never been in a position like that I've been holding full guard and I'm like I'm not gonna like my coach is like saying it's like go for an arm bar or at least try to get out go for an arm bar or at least try to go out like all my coaches in my corner was yelling at me so then I try to go for an arm bar worst mistake I did too because he he almost he like pushed me over but then of course that actually helped me get out get out of um get out of the get out of the full guard position and then when the round ended he almost took me down but of course we were up on up against the ropes and then in my corner like before round two started he's like hey man you're doing a good job but the thing is is that you got to start sprawling more you got to start sprawling more or at least throw an uppercut or at least start throwing more body kicks you're not throwing body kicks you're throwing a lot you're throwing a lot of push kicks that's good but you need to start throwing more roundhouses to the body you need to start throwing more roundhouses to the legs you need to start mixing up your punches and if you are in the clinch get into offensive muay thai clinch you know how to get out of these you know how to get out of these all right so then when like I was like racing into my mind. I guess I got a new plan now. So then I had to switch out my plan to like, okay, if he's going to start rushing at me, I need to start throwing in at least jabs, cross and jabs and crosses and at least a, at least an uppercut or two or and more hooks to the body as well. So when round two started, he, he literally started rushing at me with jabs and then started going for a takedown. And then I remembered a sprawl and I did. And I and I didn't even want to take his back because I had no grappling experience. I only had like, what, maybe a month or two of grappling training. And like, I was like, nope, I'm not going to go to the ground with him. I'm just going to get beaten right there. So I decided to stay up. And then when he started coming up, I threw a jab and then I threw a body kick. I threw a body kick to his left, to his arm. Um, to his left side and it caught him off guard and then I started throwing a cross and then I started throwing and then I started throwing a side kick to the body and then every time he kept rushing at me I started throwing leg inside leg kicks and then I would follow up with a hook and an uppercut and then when I finally was able he decided to clinch up with me into um into a single collar that's where I decided to take my opportunity to start throwing knees to the body when I advanced to the tight clinch but then he got out and then when he been since he was an orthodox fighter he started th coming in i started throwing leg kick after leg kick after leg kick and he tried to go with takedowns but i was throwing him off his game plan from going from going jabs to takedowns like i felt like i was fighting i'm not gonna be honest at the time i did not know who well i already knew who habib Nurmagomedov was but i felt like i wasn't him i felt like i was fighting like a matt set um not Matt Sarah, I mean a Matt Hughes or or like one of the highest best wrestlers at the time before like at the time before I knew about Habib Nurmagomedov because I've always knew about MMA in the UFC I just never knew about Habib until like when he fought Michael Johnson but in that fight I felt like I was fighting like a Matt um, not a Matt Sarah, sorry again a Matt Hughes and then I felt like I was fighting another, like another great wrestler, like a Josh Koshtek at the time, or like anybody like that. But of course, when I started throwing more, in, more leg kicks, like um, 
I started throwing off his game plan, and then I threw a body kick that actually caught him off guard. He almost caught it, but then, of course, I followed up with a 1-2. And then when he started rushing, he started rushing in with the with the jab, I already switched out to southpaw. I threw a leg kick that actually hurt his left, that got him in the in the side of his kneecap. And of course, um, I was starting to two, um. So um, yeah, and I was thinking about like I'm like, did I just really hurt him? Did I really? And like my head was going, so I started throwing more more leg kicks that started dropping him. But I'm like, I'm not going to the ground. So then he gets up. He tries to move forward, but then he, of course, I saw him a little bit of limp. So then I started throwing a, a leg kick, and he, somehow he dodged it, but then I threw a front kick. And then, of course, he goes for a takedown and takes me down. And we ended and we ended the round um, with him being on top of me and my full guard. But, of course, I said, I think I just scored a point right there. But then my coach is like, okay, this is the last round. Go for a knockout. Go for a knockout. Look, round two was all yours. Round two was all yours. And my Taekwondo coach is like, start throwing more leg kicks. Start throwing more leg kicks. If he's in orthodox, start throwing more leg kicks. He can't stand right now. Look, look, he can't stand. Look, 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 look. And like my, and like of course my Japanese coach started saying, um, started telling me. He's like my my Japanese coach, um, Imisaki started saying, it's like, hey, hey, if he starts clinching with you, remember you know how to clinch fight too. He doesn't. All he knows is how to freaking take you down to legs and then my taekwondo coach is telling me he's like start flying start start fighting in the clinch of course and then my coaching misaki my judo coach sorry if i've said japanese coach because like he like i'm used to call i'm used to calling him that my japanese judo coach because of course he came from judo and he trained under um one of the one of the grand students of the founders of judo so that's why and then of course my coach Misaki was saying he's like hey 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 but remember you gotta you gotta take him down you gotta take you gotta take him down with leg kicks right don't go for takedowns just finish him finish him if you can but start throwing more start throwing more leg kicks all right okay go and then the third and final round when I heard the bell I'm like all right I guess I gotta finish the first thing I did started throwing a one two and then a front kick and then i started mixing my kicks up again and then somehow i did not even know where this came from that i threw an uppercut and a spinning back kick that pushed him back and then i started hearing my coach start doing more of that start doing more of that and i started throwing spinning back kicks i started throwing him off off his line and of course he was a southpaw so he did not know what to do i threw him off his game plan but um i was like oh my goodness i'm like am i really gonna beat him am i really gonna beat him and then so the first thing that went through my mind was um that I try to get my um try to get my head through I'm like okay I gotta do it I gotta do it I gotta do it so then it was like three rounds and I was winning and I was winning the round by throwing so many body kicks and punches and then when we would clinch up I would go for knees and I would start throwing more more hooks to the body I would start throwing more uppercuts and then I started throwing more leg kicks I started throwing more body kicks I started throwing more roundhouses to um to his to his armpits because I try to catch him off guard and then I started throwing more kicks to the ribs which caught him more off guard and then when he tries to go for a takedown in the last minute I sprawled and he kept pushing and pushing and pushing until I sprawled again and then I said I have to take his back and then I started punching and then it was like the last 30 seconds where like I try to go for um for like 
somehow to hold on to him but i'm but i'm like i feel like if i go and get a rear naked choke he's just gonna get out of this so somehow i just started punching him punching him and then all of a sudden i'm like all of a sudden my head just switched on saying wait body triangle body triangle so then i just hooked myself to a body triangle and started punching it and punching it and punching it and punching him and then when the round ended i got up i'm like is this over is this over i was bleeding i was being down my my body started hurting me my legs my shins were starting to feel all or like like I felt like someone came and hit me with a baseball bat after throwing so many kicks my feet were aching I just wanted to just sat down and just like finish and then my coaches were like get up man get up get up get up get up get up so then I was like oh my gosh I'm like I can't I'm like I can't believe this is like over and then when the judge and then when like the ref started grabbing my hand I started hearing the announcer saying, it's like, ladies and gentlemen, after three hard fart rounds, we go to the judges' score cards for a decision. Two judges score this contest for 49-47 in favor of Marin. And by your majority decision winner, Alexis Marin. All I could just feel like my heart was racing I just got down on my knees I started thanking God I put my flag over my head I just started crying and then my opponent's like great fight man great fight you gave me a hell of a fight I said no dude you gave me a hell of a fight I said I said I'm happy but I said I said I'm happy I won but I'm happy I won with a tough opponent he's like hey man we're both gonna be hurt after this and of course I saw my opponent in the backstage we started we started shaking hands we started saying stuff like you beat me and i said no you beat me really hard i started saying that i'm like hey you cut me you barely have a i said you only have like two scratches on your face i got two cuts <laughs> yeah but then after i got in the i got in the van going home i was like my heart was racing my head was all like swirling around i was really just like i can't believe this fight happened and i won the next day I was hurt I all I could think about was stay in bed I'm like no I gotta start for my college exams I'm like oh great and I'm like my head is hurting so I think I must have sat in a in my tub with like Epsom salt and like warm water just to calm myself down and I would pour and then after that I took a nice nice warm shower and it cleared out my head and then I just started taking some teas and like a painkiller just to kill off the headache and then of course I was like I can't believe I won that fight I felt like it was a dream so, so it was like one of the hardest victories I ever I ever sustained between my two kickboxing fights in that first MMA fight but from there on I started saying I got to become a better fighter so um I'm gonna uh, I'm, I'm gonna end this episode really quick um, because I want to continue I want to continue into another episode about the other fights I took up but of course I just wanted to say these two these three fights that I had my first three fights because anyone out there who's ready to go into fighting like if it's kickboxing Muay Thai MMA I just want to say this to everybody it's gonna be hard you're gonna be mentally you gotta be mentally prepared not just physically but mentally you gotta have your game plans you gotta be really tough and remember when you're inside that cage or inside that ring 
And remember, you're just by yourself. All you can hear is your coaches just yelling and your cornermen yelling um, instructions to you. But remember this. Win or lose or even just go with your head high. Even if you think you've won when you had when you're when you went all three rounds or even five rounds too if you fought for a championship. Remember, um just remember this. Keep your head high. You win, it was a it was a victory. You lose, you keep your head high but you train even harder. If you win, keep training even more harder and start perfecting the errors where you have. Um, I'm just going to say this. After this MMA fight, I literally said I have to become a better a better ground game grappler so that I know where to where to beat my opponents. I got to start working on everything so I can be a well-balanced fighter. Just so that everybody out there who's um, ready to fight or is going to go into fighting or anything, remember your first day is going to be ment- you're going to be mentally and physically broken, but after that, it's going to make you mentally tough. What the purpose of the second episode of the podcast? I wanted to. I I was getting emails and like messages about friends saying like, "Hey, talk about your first first fights and tell and tell everybody what it was." So yeah, it's like I went through a lot of weight training, a lot of a lot of grappling, and a lot of striking training. Of course, I had to take a serious diet as well. I just had to do everything to just become, you know, the fighter I am. Of course, right now. I've been eating so much. I st- like I need to start cutting down my weight again because I might be fighting again soon. But of course, if I am going to be fighting again soon, and I find out on the next next episode of the podcast, I will talk about it. But I just gotta find out what I'm going to be talking about next. But of course, I'm proud and say that I'm happy to return to my podcast. I'm happy to return to do everything, and of course, I will start up my vlog channel again. Well. It's part of my business down in Mexico, my gym. And, of course, I was going to say I was going to make an episode in Spanish, and I will, too. Um, I just got to wait until I can publish this episode, and I will give out the date of the episode as well. But when it's out there, I'll post it on my Instagram, on my Facebook, on any other social media I have. And, of course, um, I just want to say this. Thank you for all my listeners who are still out there listening to me. I just want to shout out to my judo coach from Japan, Imisaki. I want to shout out to my my Taekwondo coach who is from Korea, who learned from the origins of the real Taekwondo, not the Olympic style, the real Taekwondo, the old school style. Um, coach Song, thanks again for everything of Taekwondo. And, of course, my coach from Thailand, Taundaeg, Dang. Thank you again for everything you have taught me in Muay Thai. And, of course, my coach, Chris Kennedy, if you if you hear this, man, thanks for again for teaching me how to follow my follow a full jiu-jitsu um, foundation and a full technique of it and everything. Thank, thank you to all my coaches and all my teammates and all my friends listening to this podcast for helping me um, share my stories and share and share. Um, life I've been living as a mixed martial arts fighter and all the training I've gotten through but I will say this to everybody please don't quit listening to this podcast because I am going to have more people showing up and I might and I might do a video and post it on my social and I mean not on my social media I mean on my um <laughs> on my YouTube channel sorry but I will say this I am glad and happy to start my podcast again I know it's been a year but 
I can't wait for this episode to come out. And um, I will just give out an update on everything on my social media. But of course, if you got anything, if you got any more questions, just just call me. For those who, of course, for those who have my phone number, but message me on my social medias, and I will get back to you for any ideas of the podcast you want. And of course, if I have my first very special guest, you will first hear up about it in my social media. So, of course, thanks for everything, and I hope for everybody to listen to this podcast episode of how I started in fighting and what what and what the mentally breakdown of being a fighter is thank you for everything so much